Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Until you play in the NFL, what's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Honey, I Covered the Spread. I'm your host, C-Mac, joined, as always, by Brian Foley. Brian, how are you doing? I am doing just, just dandy. Uh, coming off a winning week. It, it was a grind, but um, got it done. Good good Thanksgiving. Surprisingly, that that carried my week. I don't know about you guys, but... Um, well, uh, all right, let's introduce our guest before you just start throwing out uh, you guys. Um he is our one sponsor. I know we talk about it all the time. Goosehead Insurance at Middle Island. We finally got him on the podcast. He needs no introduction, but we'll try to give him one anyway. Foley, go ahead. We got our uh, our representative from Goosehead Insurance. We'll pull it up once more, see if we can read off another review. Like we say, how do. many times are we going to say this today? <laughs> uh, we have Trevor Jones here, a, a longtime listener, longtime friend of the pod, and um, he, he's next up to try to grab one of those T-shirts here. Trev, yeah. how, how, how are we doing? Yeah, honored to be here. Thanks for having me, boys. It's uh, it's been a long time coming. Only took what was this episode like thirty five for me to finally <laughs> get the invite. So you know, uh, storing that away in the back of the brain, but uh, ready to put on a show here for you and the, and the good people listening here on uh, this week and we're gonna get some some winners on the table yeah and um i, I just want to read a couple of reviews off yep. from his uh his work he's doing over middle island uh mark just recently said great service knows his work that's about as good of a review as you can get if you don't and know your work, why are you even doing it you know? <laughs> and the next guy paul gave him five out of five and left the review not <laughs> so that i don't know <laughs> paul um I don't know if maybe his, uh, his internet cut out or what, but uh, five out of five. So I, I don't think that was a negative one. Don't think you can get six out of five. So we'll no. take it. Very well done. Very impressive. I kind of want to find who gave you less than a five because it looks like there was only one person out of 19. But you know what? They might just be a hater. Probably a Buckeyes fan. But oh, um, I, yeah, probably a Buckeye. <laughs> but all right. So Trevor, we, we have already explained the rules to him. We will, um, I guess, does anyone have any takes on uh, last week's slate of games? Anything of note to really point out? Thanksgiving week, Thanksgiving day, that was uh, that was an mm-hmm. easy walk. I think those three games were pretty – anybody with a two working eyes was able to see who was going to win those games. I cleaned up <laughs> myself, went 3-0, and uh, carried me through the weekend. Same here. Same here. I didn't go 3-0 and because I missed the bills. By the time – I'm a big, like – put the bed in 10 minutes before kickoff, which is always never a good idea. And um, by the time it was, that game came around, it was seven, right? It's, it was at four all week, one up to seven. And so I stayed away. I didn't bet the Saints, but um, but I, I cleaned up on props. So I did well, good as well. And C-Mac, how'd you do? Uh, you know, it was, it left a lot to be desired, but I hit the Sean Jackson first touchdown and I hit three straight drives of touchdown or punt. Um, which really saved my day. Everything else, not so good. Hawkinson missed by one catch, I think, a couple yards. Uh, DeAndre Swift got hurt. That wasn't good. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I went big game hunting, and I got a big game, right? Quanti- quality over quantity here. Fair. That's fair. And uh, I'd be uh, remiss not to mention that we currently have three Jets fans on the pod. We got win number three. Yep. So, uh, it was, they looked – Underwhelming, but hey, a win's a win on the road, especially. Jets money line was free money last week. That's, yeah, that's, that's not even the fan in me talking. That's that was free money. Uh, that the fact that it was positive money is is something that shouldn't have been and paid out. I agree. I agree. Over over six back on over six wins. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Here here's a here's a legit question. Just on last week before we move on, does Russell Wilson stink? 
I think he just doesn't. It looks to me like he's completely checked out and doesn't care anymore. I think he wants to get out of Seattle. He's he's already told his agent both first rounders from the Giants and Daniel Jones, and he's he's suiting up for Big Blue next year. Mm. You see Jamal Adams tweeting out his interception. <laughs> he did it again. Yeah. Oh. You see him God, just, hey. just make a business decision at the goal line on Antonio. Oh yeah, game. twice, twice. Incredible. Uh, and that's like the only thing he's good at. Just that that trade along. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, but all right, let's let's get into the slate here. Uh, Trev, let's start off with your first pick. And I'm interested, interested to see where you go this week. Uh, yeah, so we're going to start off almost in chronological order here. We're going to hit the Thursday night game. Uh, Cowboys minus four and a half. We're getting a, uh, both wide receivers back for Dak. That's huge. Team gets gets going. The offense gets going once they get their two top receivers back in the lineup. No McCarthy because of the COVID. I think that's a little bit of a overrated, uh, you know, overrated storyline. I don't think that's going to have any impact on Dak. They're coming off two losses in a row. They're going to want to get back on track. They still got a hold on on the division, but they're making it a little bit more closer than they than it needs to be. Good win here, convincing win here in prime time. Four point five Cowboys to the moon. I'll start with C-Mac. Um, Amari Cooper, he might not be playing. Is that what I'm – is that my correct with that? He cleared uh, all the protocols today, so he is oh, okay. go. Okay. He's got the thumbs up, both him and uh, CD coming off the concussion. They are both a full go, ready to okay. ready to roll Thursday night. Perfect. Um, did not know that about Mike McCarthy. That's news to me. Uh, that might be a positive, to be totally honest with you, because that guy stinks. Um, who's – how does that work when a head coach – Who's stepping in? Is it you, you, you know who's stepping in. DQ? DQ stepping in, brother. Oh, yep. my. This just became must-watch television. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's a good thing, but, hey, DQ's coming down from the booth? Yep. Oh, my Lord. D- DQ's, you know, put a good effort into turning that defense around. They've had a couple bad games this year on the defensive side of the ball, but overall that unit is completely improved. Saints are going with what Taysom Hill's rolling out this week. Uh, yeah. So there's that factor in it as well. I, I think Taysom Hill, he's one of the most perplexing players in the history of the NFL, how he keeps getting $80 million contract extensions every year. It's just beyond me. I don't think any other team in the league would even offer him a 10 mil contract, but I don't believe in him. So that alone would be reasons to bet on the Cowboys coming off those two losses, getting their star receivers back. I think this one's a route. And it's also technically not a short week, right? So you don't have any yeah, of that. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not technically a Thursday night game for them. They, they had a full week off, so they were able to go through their normal schedule. This is a normal Sunday game for them. I think they roll. Uh, one last note before I throw it to you, C-Mac. I think um, the line movement was interesting because it opened up at five and a half, went down to four, and then it was like once Hill was announced, it shot back up to four and a half. So that, that might be a little telling on uh, where Taysom Hill stands. But uh, I personally have nothing here. Uh, I would lean at the four and a half. It's such a weird number, but I would lean maybe like a, a Dallas total team over. Uh, that would be around, what, what would that be? A little 20, probably 26, 26 area. Um, New Orleans defense has been getting gashed. Uh, I don't know yeah. what's going on with their defense. Yeah, well, so, they banged um, up, and, and right. I don't think the odds have caught up to that yet since uh, – the secondary hasn't been playing up to its normal levels. And, and we don't even know about Kamara. We don't even know if he's going to be a full go yet. Uh, so that obviously changes things a little bit. But if he can't go, I mean, that line's going to be moving even more than it already is. Yeah. You know what? Give, not, not for the contest, but give me – see, Mike, I'm going to lock in uh, the total team over. I'll, I'll tweet out exactly what it is at the time. But anything below 28 is too low. Um, what do you got on this, C-Mac? Yeah, I don't have much. I, I lean Cowboys – the as we said last week, the Saints defense is is decent, but it's mostly their run defense. The pass defense is brutal. I mean, the Cowboys couldn't run the ball against the fucking Raiders. So I mean, if they if they open it up with with CD back and Amari back, I mean, I think they'll be they'll be pretty good. At, you got D, you know, fucking DQ coming down backwards hat and all i mean how can you not get pumped up for a guy like that he's gonna be he's kicking a big field goals. Podcast? are we big dq people here oh we love dq so the story behind that is we did uh previews for the, the divisions and uh i was watching hard knocks 
And one of the first episodes, uh, Micah Parsons makes a play and uh, all of a sudden he's on the sideline and they're like, I knew Dan Quinn was the coordinator. I didn't know he was up in the booth. So basically they're like, hey, you know, coach wants to talk to you on the phone. So he goes, he grabs like that fucking bright red phone that they use for some reason. And uh, he's like, hello? <laughs> and Dan Quinn goes, yo, Micah, it's DQ. <laughs> and like, for some reason, I thought it was the funny, backwards hat like this, like like the mesh backwards hat in the booth. And he just well, starts like, talking nonsense. Talking nonsense, but like, yeah, he literally talked as if like they were like boys. It was it was very funny to me. You know what? Michael um, Parsons so I, loves to play for a guy like that. Whether he's yeah, in, so we're on the field, he's gonna give it his all for a coach like DQ. I'll tell you one thing though. One uh, and you know, and we spent a lot of time in this game, but DQ up in the booth has been, been doing okay. We saw what happened when he came down to field level with Atlanta. Something to keep an eye on. It is Taysom Hill, but if they it, two completely know, I mean, teams though you can't two different true. units two different schemes you can't you can't make that comparison here true but i do think being on the, the field as a play caller assuming he's still going to do that it is harder we've seen that with obviously the floor and the jets do we even um, is do the official is he been in term for the week do we know that yeah yet? yeah he he is i don't know if that means he's coming down i would assume it is but he is the main decision maker is he in term um until oh, the dude, comes back. the challenge flag out of the booth oh. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even get to the two hundreds. <laughs> He's like, I swear, I threw it. Oh my god, that would be. He's like, like a, it's, it's DQ. Throw this challenge flag. I just drop in the four hundred level section. Dude, if you, if you want to sell tickets, that's a sh- put on a show. That would be something. Give him a T-shirt cannon and let's just fire all of the food. That would be awesome. We're on to something here. That would be awesome. All right, so you're locked in. Um, Dallas Lock minus four it. and a half. Uh, I'm on the team total over, but not for the contest. And C-Mac, you, what do you want? You got nothing. I got nothing here. All right. What's the, the second play here? Second play of the week, going back to the well, because I just watched it with my own two eyes last week. The Texans couldn't stop the Jets' run game, and they think they're going to stop Jonathan Taylor and the Colts coming off of a loss. Not going to happen. Taylor's going to run for 200-plus and three touchdowns. Again, Colts are going to win by as many points as they could humanly possible put up. Colts minus nine, lock it. I'll let you start, C-Man. Do you, Trevor, now let me ask you this. Do you think there's any sort of a letdown game here after the, the battle they just had with Tampa Bay? I don't think there's a letdown because they didn't win. They're, they're pissed they didn't win. Um, you know, they're, they're ready to roll. They got, they're not in any means comfortable in the playoffs yet. So they need these wins. This we're starting to get towards the, you know, in the end of the season, every win matters. I don't think they have a letdown at all. They, they were a pass happy team last week. They had to up against that Tampa Bay defense. They'd run heavy. Uh, but now they get back to the bread and butter of that, what that team is and what makes that team go. And that is Jonathan Taylor. I, I like it. I like it. Um, I mean, I don't disagree with you. They should. I mean, the Jets. The Jets' offense a lot is like bullying them. It doesn't the, make any the sense. The Jets were able to bully you. I got to think the best run team in football is going to be able to. You would hope. I'm, I. I would just be scared that maybe they don't take it as serious in practice. I know they can't afford to lose and whatnot, but it just seems like a big number on the road to a division rival. I know it's the Texans, but. Um, that would make me a little scared. I would lean Texans here, but I am not touching this game either. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like the only the only possible way they don't cover is if, like, Tyrod can be a little bit squirrely. Like, he could be a little bit uh, of, of an annoying pest and maybe slide in the back door if anything, but I would agree. I, I, I want no part of Houston. Um, and also, last few weeks, I feel like we've had a lot of big upsets uh, where these, these big favorites aren't winning. It feels like maybe this is the week we get back to it where um, they start blowing them out. I, uh, I'm going to, once again, no contest play, but I'm going to tease them down with the seven-point teaser. Uh, that's the first leg. I'm going to be teasing Indy to minus two and a half. But I would agree with Trevor here. If I, if I had to bet this, it'd be Indy. Um, just not rushing to, to lay that many points on the road. But, I mean, like you said, I mean, Houston couldn't stop. You know, the Jets laid 21 on Houston, which for the Jets, that that's like 40 for a normal team. And then Plus even like offensive – Missed field goals. Or what? I mean, they, the Jets should score at least 30. And the, Jets, the Jets, I know they're running back by committee, but they technically didn't even have their lead back. Right. They, right. they, they were doing it with the backups, and they were running with ease with on them, and they were 
dictating no matter where they're going left or right. Their line was dominating. Mm-hmm. Could put Quentin Nelson up against these guys. They're, they're gonna they're gonna run all over them. I, I would even love. I don't know what the number is in front of me, but whatever Jonathan Taylor's over is, I'm sure that uh, might be a good little number too. That's a good question. What is that number open at? One 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 fifteen. It's got to be in the one hundred. <laughs> yeah, it's right? got to be over a hundred. It's got to be the highest of the season. Derek Henry used to be like 120 and hit the over would hit every time. It was like crazy. Yeah. We'd get off to a slow start um, and then all of a sudden he would rip like a 70 yard, yeah. 60 yard. It's like, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> all right. So nine and a half. I got nothing here, though. I'm, uh, I'm going to tease it down, but no, no contest play here for me. Lean under also, though, right? You got to think if they're going to run the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. You're right. I would just say like the Jets defensive line, too, not, not to, you know, pump the Jets' tires right now, but I think they have five or six sacks, which again doesn't make any sense to me. So maybe the Texans are as bad as they seem. What's a realistic score here, Trev? Like, like in your eyes, like thirty to fourteen? No, I, I, I don't, I don't see Houston scoring fourteen points on this team right. unless they turn the ball over. And and when do they turn the ball over? When they have Wentz throwing it. Right. What are they not going to do this game? Is they're going to come out, they're going to try to establish the run, and I just don't see a way in which they stop Jonathan Taylor. They're going to be playing from above all day, force one or two time uh, turnovers on Tyrod, and I'm thinking you're you're almost looking at like a 34-6 type, 35-6 type score, something something along those lines. I don't see Houston scoring much. They're going to get out to an early lead. This is maybe even a Colts first half type bet. I don't I don't know uh, you know what that line is off the top of my head, but they get out to a good lead and. They, they, they run it away in the second half. Give me the under. That'll be contest play. Like I said, it's 45 and a half. You know, Colts would have to score, what, 35 themselves in a yeah, pretty yeah. slow. 100%. Yeah, I, slow I agree. Slow pace game. I'll take the under there, c Are you writing? I don't know if it looks like you're writing them down. Yeah, right. I'm writing them down. Okay. All right, let's uh, – and you got nothing, c No, nothing here. All right. Third, third play, Trev. Uh, we're going to go to an under. We're going to ba- go off of that. Um, we're going to go the under 46 and a half in the Minnesota-Detroit game. Both starting running backs out. Detroit, Jared Goff is not going to put points on the board without his run game. It's just not going to happen without Swift there. He does it all for him. He catches it out of the backfield. He runs it all the time. Without him, they're going to struggle to move the ball against a decent Minnesota defense. I-, I don't think they're that good, but I think they're going to be good enough to be able to contain – the lowly Detroit offense. And then you're betting on Minnesota not to put up a lot of points. When did they normally do that? When Dalvin Cook starts going off with Justin Jefferson. No Dalvin Cook this week. You can kind of, you know, you can almost double every play on Jefferson. You can play the pass. Do I trust Kirk Cousins to throw up a big number? No, no, I don't. I don't, I don't trust that guy at all. So I'm taking the under in this one. Yeah. I think uh, speaking of Cook being out, I feel like Madison – he has to be like one of the best backups in the league, right? Whenever yeah. he fills in, he's he's like he, he, he he's he a quality he's a quality running back too for sure. But right, it's right. it's still tough to to duplicate what Cook does for that offense. Yeah. He's just an all around you know top right. what the second best running back, third best running back in the league. I don't you know depending on what you guys would put him at, but right. it's right. tough to replace that. I don't have much here. Uh, I took a, I put a little money, Trev, on Kirk Cousins MVP last week, and I figured I should mention this. Um, yeah, he, he, I'm going anti Kirk Cousins guy. I, I typically am too, but I saw their schedule. It was very weak. He had 21 TDs, two interceptions. I was like, you know what? This is, it was at like, it was a crazy odds, like crazy, crazy odds. And I was like, you know what? I could see him like balling out with those weapons. Um, and where does he do? He lines up under the right guard. Uh, so that was wonderful. That was wild. I, I have nothing here. Um, he's rushing. I, uh, he's going it's... for a truly. We got some. Uh, Sorry, I don't know what happened there. Another special guest. <laughs> um, I, I have nothing here. So I really don't even have anything to say. It's it's a weird one. Minnesota is just a team that either you're going to be right, Trev, and they win easily, or like they'll lose this game. It's just so weird. It's just a. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do with the spread. I think the spread's seven and right. a half. But I just I, I don't see both of these teams putting up that many points. I don't see Detroit scoring and Minnesota without one of their bigger weapons. I think this game definitely trends at least towards the under. If you were going to pick something on the total, I think the under is definitely the play here. See, Mac, I, I called the Jets beating Cincy. I'm. I think Detroit gets its first win this week. 
Yeah, I could see it. Right? I could see it. I mean, two the, both these two are, like, one of the worst run defenses in the league. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I would even look at Madison props. I, I feel like that would probably be a good look. But, yeah, I, w- I would lean Detroit here with the spread. I mean, the Vikings are in a one-score game every every game. doesn't really matter the, the opponent. So, what um, is it, ten and a half? I think it's mm-hmm. – Seven, seven and a half now? Seven flat. Seven flat. Seven flat. Um, I would lean Detroit here. I'm not going to take him because I need the Vikings to win for this playoff bet. And they're I think they're in a playoff spot right now, weirdly enough, at five and six or whatever they are. So I'm going to stay away from it. But it seems like a big number for a team that's in a one-score game every fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm typically a big fan of Jamal Williams. But on Thanksgiving, he looked like he was running in quicksand. I don't know what you guys thought, but he did not look uh, – because that's another prop I think you could look at, a little sneaky one, if they hang that a little bit low. But uh, after how we looked, I'm going to stay away. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, pick number four. Number four, we're going to the GOAT down in Tampa Bay. We're taking the Buccaneers team total over 30 and a half. Uh, their offense is starting to click again. I know no Antonio Brown, but, uh, you know, they had big good win last week against Indy playing up against a, a not that great Colts uh, Colts team, a Falcons team. I, I, that defense, that team as a whole, they, they do nothing to impress me. Uh, they're going to be, you know, division game. So I don't like touching anything with a spread in a division game. But Brady, you know, they're looking to keep moving, get try to get back into the conversation for that one seed in the NFC. They want to make a point here. They're going to come out. They're going to throw the ball. They're going to they're gonna just go right down the throats of the Falcons defense, and they're going to say, catch us if you can. I don't think Atlanta can keep up with them, but I do think Tampa Bay puts up a bunch of points. Team total over 30 and a half. What do you got, C-Mac? So I have – I'm taking Tampa minus 10 and a half here. Uh, They are five and six against the spread as a favorite this season, but they're four and one as a double-digit favorite. They are double digits here. Falcons are 31st in the league in pass defense. Tom Brady's going to fucking have a field day. And I just need to bet against the Falcons one of these times. I'm always on them. I just got to bet against them. And when you guys can say, I told you so, when Matt Ryan has a shitty backdoor cover touchdown with 30 seconds left. But for now, I'm going to take the Buccaneers with the points. I typically like to to find one game to go against the guests. And uh, it actually just worked out that I'm going against both of you. I am going to be taking the Atlanta Falcons here. Uh, my reasoning for this is basically. How does that, how does that necessarily go against me? I'm just rooting for some points here. Oh, you're on the team total over. Okay, sorry. Keep screwing up what you're saying. All um, right. I'm on Atlanta here, plus 11. Um, C-Mac, the spread is currently 11, so that's cool. Uh, so I'll get 11 there. Um, basically, my thought process here is the first time they matched up, they, this, this was actually a very close game through the first three quarters. It was 28-25. Atlanta was scoring um, scoring with them until eventually Tampa Bay ran away at home in the fourth quarter. This time, now they're going to Atlanta, and the spread is still, you know, double digits. Uh, Cordell Pat- Cord- 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 Cordarell Patterson. I don't think I've ever gotten that guy's first name right. Cordarell right. Patterson, uh, you know, I know that this narrative has been beaten to death already, but when he when he plays, I mean, he is fucking unbelievable. <laughs> um, that Tampa Bay defense is very vulnerable. Um, we saw that last week especially. Even when, you know, I think – that one drive from the Colts, and I know Taylor is probably the best running back in the league and uh, one of the best run games. I mean, the one thing they're good at is stopping the run. And he, that one drive, when I mean, he just fucking stopped down the field, was one of the more impressive drives I've seen this year. Um, not saying Atlanta's going to do that, but I just think that it's too many points. I'll take the home team in a division game when the first time at, on the road, you know, they, they played competitive with them. Um, but yeah, ultimately, I think it comes down to for me, it's just that Bucks defense, man. I, I don't think it's good enough to cover a uh, spread like this against a veteran QB like uh, Matt Ryan. Um, but I'll probably be eating crow with that. But yeah, that, that's my take on that one. Um, so we're through four picks now. We got the, the fifth and final pick. I'm going to bring us home on uh, Sunday night, going to Arrowhead. And like a point made earlier, this is a lot of points for a road dog who's starting to play decent again. Defense is starting to play good. Kansas City, you know, two weeks ago, the sky was falling in Kansas City. They win two games. Everybody seems to think automatically the Chiefs of, of yesteryear are back. I don't think so. 
Uh, I think the line is still 10, but I'm buying the hook. I'm going 10 and a half in this one. I'm buying the half point just to make sure I get that 10.5. And I'm riding the Broncos in Arrowhead. I think if they keep it closer than that, but it, it, that's what I'm thinking here. So the, the spread's nine and a half. Oh, it's so uh, it's No, I'm sorry. Half. I'm sorry. There's a 10 at a Fandle. Fandle has a 10. Uh, yeah, when so I was looking at it before, it was 10. Yeah, we got to we got to give you the flat ten. We we can't buy points on in this uh in this little uh contest. So okay, we won't buy points and give me the ten. Yeah, the, give me Denver plus ten. I'll buy it. Um, um I was hoping for electric security there, but <laughs> um, cool. I I I personally agree with you. I mean, um, I think see, Mac, who were the two teams KC just beat? Uh, one of them were the was the Raiders who just didn't. And you're better with this with the fucking defensive formations. Break down the last two weeks uh, and what the Raiders were doing instead of what everyone else was doing. Uh, the Raiders were, instead of playing cover two, they were playing the cover three or, or cover one. Basically, to, to beat Patrick Mahomes, you just have two deep safeties, make him throw underneath and everything. Um, make him run a lot of plays. Hopefully, they make a mistake at some point. What the Raiders did was, I think it, it might have been cover one, but pretty much right. one one deep safety and just have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey just exploit the seams and take the one safety out, the other guy go along. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. And then, right, that's the game they put up 41. Then they beat Dallas, where they only put up 19, and the offense did not look good. So, to your point, Trev, I agree with you. I think it's way too many points. Denver is also a pretty respectable defense, I think. They're gonna they always seem to have problems with too. They all oh, yeah. seem to have a little issue with that. Uh, they're starting to gel again. I, I'm pretty sure uh, Chubb's back off the edge, and uh, the defense is starting to roll again. So I definitely think Denver is the lean here. Yeah, I, I lean that way. The only thing I'm going to stay away with is Bridgewater looks like he couldn't walk. He's he's starting, but when he came back into that game, he looked like he looked like seriously hurt. Um, that scares me a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to stay away. But I, I agree with you there. Um, if anything, yeah. I mean, if Drew Locke ends up playing in this game, it's been we're over. in the trash. But <laughs> if, if Teddy Two Gloves is ready to go out there, hopefully he makes no business decisions this game. You know, if he has the opportunity to tackle one of his interceptions, I hope he takes it. But I do think Denver keeps it close. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think they keep it close. Um, I would lean that play as well. But <clears throat> I'm not I'm not sold in Kansas City yet. Um, I don't know if I'll ever be for the rest of the season. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that play. Only if if Teddy Tuglos plays, but he's uh he, he looks on track, right? No no faith in, in any gambler across the nation. So if he if he's playing, I'm totally out. But uh, I think Teddy's ready to go. I think I, I know he was limping, but I don't think he's had any designations this week. So I think he's a full participant. I think he's full ride. Denver ten. Let's get it. Another total that seems too high, right? Forty seven and a half. I hate yeah. that. Betting unders when it comes to the Chiefs because you you do know at any point they can you know have that game where they put up forty five they they hit Tyree Kill on three touchdowns in in a span of two and a half minutes so right. I tend to stay away from those but they haven't you know been firing on all cylinders like they have been in in recent years so I, I can understand why you would want to say that give me the under give me the under uh, I'm gonna take it because Denver if First of all, Kansas City defense is no good. Although they did they did stop the, the Cowboys, I, I still don't think they're good. Um, Denver's offense in general is a very methodical, slow five yard pass, four yard pass, just slowly moving the chains. Um, if they're going to stay within that number, that's what they're going to have to do. And then in general, like we said, I think Denver plays the type of defense that everyone has this year, besides the fucking Raiders, and uh, has success stopping them. Forty seven and a half points. I mean. That seems a little bit too high. If Kansas City figures it all out, which I like, we all agree, I don't think they've done it just yet. I'll uh, I'll I'll pay up that bet. But give me that. I, I like that. forty-seven right. and a half. I all bet right. you that's below forty-seven by uh, Sunday night. All right, all right, all right. Well, that is it for uh, Trevor's picks. Trevor, thank you for joining us here. And, Thanks for uh, having me, guys. I'm sure after I go, I go five and zero oh across the board, beat you guys, I'll be back on here next week to show you a thing or two. But uh, it was a pleasure being on. Happy to be a sponsor still and uh, go Jets this week. You know, maybe a little honorable mention, Jets money line. Hey, well, I would well love said. nothing more if if Trev does beat us, C-Mac. We got to get a picture on the Instagram account of you two, like with the T-shirt exchange. Like, I, I, holding it up outside Goosehead. He's giving me a Goosehead <laughs> shirt. All right, thanks, Trevor, for coming on. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's back, just get back it. to your uh, back to our regular scheduled programming here. Foley, what game are we moving to next? Because I got one pick. I got. I need to get four more here. I was gonna say, what? How many do I have? I hope I don't have five. You have three. Okay. Uh, perfect. Um, okay, so we're going to move on here to Arizona at Chicago. Uh, Chicago is catching eight currently, which makes me think Kyler will be playing, although they have not officially announced it. Uh, total of 45 and a half. I will let you start. Yeah, we can move on to the next game. <laughs> yeah. uh, Andy, Andy Dalton's Dalton. Dalton yeah. here, right? Um, no, he, Andy Dalton's playing. Yeah, he is playing, right? Um, I mean, I, to, you know, to be honest, I, I think I like the Bears here getting eight at their home, right? The Bears are home? Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, Cardinals coming off a bye, right? They, I, I mean, how how healthy is Kyler and and DeAndre, and can they handle the grass field that is Soldier Field? Maybe, maybe not, but that always slows down some of those playmakers. Uh, I would lean Chicago here, but I'm not touching a single thing in this game. Yeah, I, I think I would lean um, Arizona. I think uh, coming off the bye, Hopkins and Murray resting for what a month now. I think they're being very cautious with them, so they should be pretty much a hundred percent. Yeah, but but do it. you think they were resting them? Do you think that they would bring them back on a, a, a grass like a shit grass field in Chicago? I don't know, like because um, I know like like FedEx Field, like right, like there's just a shit ton of injuries there because for some reason Dan Schneider like won't upgrade the grass. Right. I, I don't know if I'm not saying that, that they won't start because of that, but I, I don't know. I, it's a weird dynamic for me. Yeah. See, so I'll, I'll be honest with you. What, um, what were the injuries for the two guys? What, um, what was Murray? I was for? really hoping that you know, because uh, no, I thought it was shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was hoping somebody was lower body, man. Um, I think either was shoulder. Hopkins was definitely late. I think he was hammy. Yeah, I think Hopkins. Uh, let me let me uh, let me look at oh, no, ankle. No, 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 Kyler ankle. Kyler ankle. Okay. Um, and Hopkins. I think he was hammy. Um, to your point, though, no, I I don't think um that plays a factor at all. Now the whole grass thing with an offense, um, we'd have to pull the numbers and maybe that's something uh, I can do on Saturday or something that we'll tweet out. If uh, I've never really thought about a stadium playing surface actually like affecting the points scored, um, but you might be onto something there. I mean, baseball, that's a big part of when I'm, I'm gambling, what I handicap uh, just because of the dimensions and the wind and all that and the altitude. So that you might be onto something. I'm not sure. I think we would have to prove that before just relying on that. Uh, and also I think the bears, the reason I like this game in Arizona, if I was going to play it is like, I think the bears still have that public perception of like this, like mean green defense, right? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, for when sure. You see, when you see them, you're like, oh. and fa- even in fantasy, you're like, oh, fuck the bears, but like, it's not that at all anymore. It's not yeah. even close. So, um, Arizona with all that, re- maybe, you know, we could have a little rest versus rest versus rust debate. Um, but uh, I'm staying away because, well, you know, some of the reasons you're mentioning the field is definitely something I'm interested to look into. Andy Dalton's no good. That that Bears seems no good. They could have easily lost it to Detroit. Want no part of this. Um, you already gave your take on that, right? You don't want it either. Yeah, no, I got nothing here. All right. Let's keep on moving on. We are moving to – yeah, we covered a lot. Uh, we got – okay, Philly at uh, the Jets here. Um, Hertz and co are staying at MetLife after losing to the Giants and uh, they are laying six and a half and the total is 45 and a half. I will let you start again. Oh, can I take the Jets, dude? Can I take them? Yeah. Oh, why is the line the way it is? Like, I guess the Jets can't really stop the run if Philly wants to run the ball. The Jets, I mean, the Jets are the Jets, right? You're saying, why is it so big of a spread? Yeah, right. Well, it's Philly six and a half at the Meadowlands, right? Right, right, right. So to your point, yeah, there, there's a – I think um, we talked about how up until last week, it didn't happen this past week, but there was like five straight weeks where big money, like line-moving money came in on Philly Sunday morning. It did not happen against the G-Men. Um, oh, yeah, that's so, right. You were so – yeah. 
I think Philly uh, is better than what the record says, especially the last few weeks. And, and I will make a note that I bet the G-Men um, last week, but Philly, it was just um, it was just an unlucky game. They had a million turnovers. I mean, Jalen Rager is horrible. Oh, my God. Dude, they just managed to – it's so funny. Was uh, he before Justin Jefferson? Yes. Oh, uh, my goodness. No. Uh, yeah, he was. He was. He oh, was. Oh, my goodness. Uh, who was the cat before him? Uh, oh, that's right. There was one more. Arcega, before him, right? Arcega Whiteside was horrible. Um, no, I'm saying that Philly drafted. Uh, he oh, yeah. wasn't good. Aguilar was horrible with them. Um, <laughs> he had the infamous right, the guy, uh, the guy called yeah. the baby or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, like Aguilar would have killed him or something. Aguilar would have dropped him. <laughs> Probably one of the low key funniest clips ever. Uh, but yeah, so I guess your point is the spread too high. So I think Philly gets a lot more respect than their record, and that has to do with that group betting them, and also just the fact that uh, they um, been playing better as of late. Uh, offense has been clicking, and they're going to get to defense that can't stop a nosebleed. And um, defense for Philly is nothing special whatsoever, but it is Zach Wilson and Co. I lean Philly personally. Um, to the point where I think I'm going to take them, man. I'll, I'll take them. You want to do a little? I'll, I'll take. I'll take Philly here. I think uh, that offense against the Jets defense. They're. I'm assuming they stayed in the area. I guess it's only Philly. So it's like it's like two. It's like two hours. Yeah. Right. So they they're they're you know they're comfy. It's not really a road game. Uh, they'll have tons of Philly fans there. I'm sure. Kind of like when we went against Buffalo. I don't think there's much of a home field advantage to your point um, with the spread being as high on the road. Um, you might disagree, but I'll, I'll take Philly here. Give me the six and a half. I think that ends up being at seven on game day. And uh, I'll ride it. You can grab seven. So I'm seeing six and a half and sevens. So if you do want. No, no I want my six and a half. Give me Jets six and a half. I don't want that <laughs> half. All right. I think. Um, let's uh, let's guarantee a win from one of us. So Trevor doesn't get this T-shirt. Mm. <laughs> that would actually be smart if we just did that. <laughs> uh no, Anything I mean, else? the Jets are wearing all black, too, so, I mean. A little bit weird against the team who, like, has the Who best also black wears all black, yeah. And they, they have the best, in my opinion, black-on-black jersey. Uh, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I don't like the black-on-black during daytime. I I agree with you. I do. I like it on, like, prime time. Prime time, it looks Jets, sick. Jets now, they'll never be there. Game. They'll never <laughs> yeah. be there. So, um, you got to find a way to wear them. Hopefully it's a little cloudy. It looks weird in like the sun. You're right. You are right. Right. Uh, you're right. Maybe the, the sun definitely makes it feel weird. I would even take it on a four o'clock game when they're on the West Coast or something. Like, I don't like the one o'clock sun is up. Yeah, exactly. We're on the same exact page there. Um, but I'll take Philly here. I'm going to trust that their coaching staff is better than ours. I'm going to trust that their uh, quarterback is better, their offense. I'm say whole. receivers. I'm not going to say receivers. Uh, and their, their defense as a whole. Um, but uh, – We'll see. What did Elijah Moore? I know you had his props. How do you end up finishing? Uh, four for 46. Uh, he was at three for 50. He was at three for 50. I need 56. He had a six-yard catch. Um, the Jets did not hurry up to the line. The Texans challenged it with like two seconds left on the play clock. It got brought back for an incomplete pass. And then the next play, he caught a pass for minus four yards. Uh. All right, so because uh, I was we were curious to see how he would be with uh, Wilson coming back. It was uh yeah, it was not his fault. Um, Zach sucks. Yeah, he had um, I think he had nine targets, four catches. I was watching some uh, Elijah Moore like film, and I never do this. Uh, I was because he's one of those guys where I'm. Uh, he's been playing very well lately, and you know, he gets a lot of hype. But when I watched Tony from the Giants. He seems like just more of a playmaker. So I was kind of like, what if, like, the, Elijah Moore, he's not a big guy. Uh, he definitely doesn't go up and get the ball. He also isn't like a great route runner. Would you agree with I, I, started, I was watching. I don't know. Like, I don't, I haven't really watched a lot of tape. I think he really just has like very solid hands and, and he is a quick dude. So, like, after the catchability for sure, if we get him in space, I don't, I think he's the type of guy, though, you put a, like, you know, a corner on him and, and have them play man, which is, they, you know, it's tough out of the slot. I think it's where he lines up, right, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but just interesting. I'm, I wasn't sure if you watched him at all. He's just a curious because like he doesn't do anything like extraordinary well, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, he's been balling out the, the last few weeks. So I was, I was just curious. He just yeah, he just seemed he seems very fast, very quick. Yeah, and uh, he seems pretty good in space. Like Lafleur's been trying to get him some end arounds, screens, mm-hmm. uh, those little uh, touch passes, and he seems to be doing pretty well with that. He had that that uh, end around to pretty much seal the game in the fourth and one, which I thought was a, a brilliant call. But yeah, yeah. I, I was just curious. Um, cool. So I'm on Philly. You're on the Jets, and we'll keep on moving. Uh, probably the game of the week. Let me do a quick scan, make sure I'm not blowing my load too. No, you're not talking about Monday night, right? No, 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 God, no. Talking about Cincy hosting the Chargers. Um, must win game for both, in my opinion. You got um, Cincy, who is in the thick of things, man. Uh, blew out the Steelers, who I bet on last week, which was an absolute mistake. They're laying three points against Herbert and Co. Uh, total of 50 and a half. Uh, Denver did their thing against the Chargers last week. Cincy did their thing. Um, what do you got here, man? Is there a more inconsistent team than the Chargers? I mean, what, like, week to I don't week, know if they're good. I really don't. I, don't I don't think they are. I'm getting that feeling. I think they have a great quarterback, but everyone else is like kind of shit. Did you see that? We always talked about how he has great weapons. Do you know they lead the league in drops? Oh, do they? Yeah. Um. They don't use Mike Williams nearly nearly enough. He's so he seems to be very good, and yeah, they don't they barely use him. Yeah, I, I lost his uh, receiving yard prop on a phantom offensive PI, which they never. Oh, was that was a bad call. I'm Dude, sorry to hear I that. I lost it on that. It was it was a nightmare. Um, but that that I, defense kind of. I mean, for having Joey Bosa, Derwin James, I mean, and a bunch of those other guys, that defense kind of was just getting run over by uh, by Denver last week. It's the it's it's the way Staley plays, and we talked about it. We've been yeah. talking about it for weeks. We were ahead of that curve for weeks, dude. Yeah. Um, we've nailed it week in week out that like he's 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 not adapting to the players he has. He's forcing he's forcing a square pu- uh, puzzle piece into a round whatever the fuck the saying is, um, a square peg into a round hole. It, it's yep, it's go. not going to work, man. And the teams are going to continue to run all over them. Uh, this week they're going against Joe Mixon, so just every week just. I, I slammed Javante Williams and uh, Melvin Gordon rushing props. Hit those. It, just do it every week. We talked about yeah. Chubb four weeks ago. Damian Harris. Like, all these fucking guys, man. Take Mixon. Mixon's going to go crazy. Um, until Staley wakes up, which is like, – I got scared he was going to finally start adapting. Like, what was it, three weeks ago? I think I started mentioning, like, oh, man, he's this guy seems smart. He's going to do something. He's just going to keep doing this. And, um, you know, I think Chargers came down to earth. And since he is uh, – you know, they're playing very well. But uh, – for for all the shit that uh, Chargers fans were giving Miami fans for drafting Tua over Herbert, mm-hmm. they have one more win this year. Fair, very fair. And quite honestly, probably the same amount of wins after this week. That's all I'm going to say. I like. I, I would lead Cincy here. I I just don't know. I just I like. I think mixing goes wild. I mean, Burrow and Chase are just. Even like T. Higgins, I mean, the, uh, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, they just seem some weeks that it's all put together, other weeks it's all apart. The Chargers seem the same way. I'm not, I would lean Cincy, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna touch this game. I would be in Chargers. I think, um, I don't love it. I think, um, we saw Cincy do this to Baltimore also this year where they kind of ran him out of the building. I think, yep. uh, they have a very young, impressionable group, and I think they really get fucking turned up for these divisional games, which is awesome to see because uh, last week they came out and absolutely dude, like yeah, but they sh- they got shit pumped by the Browns. That is true. Let me pull that. Let me pull up their. Uh... That was the yeah, one time I bet yeah, on. You're them. right. You're right. You're right. Shit pumped at home. You're right. You are right. Okay, that that point might be invalid now. Um, it, 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 I, I do get what you're saying because I think that Browns was more of a fluke, just because it seemed like that was that was the week after they they released Odell. The the team looked the best it had all year, and they right. looks like they came back there. So Nick I think Chubb you still could be right. Crazy. Nick Chubb went absolutely crazy. 14 carries for 137 yards. My God. Um, but more so the, the the defense yeah stopped um 
Burrow threw a pick six on the first drive from the two yard line. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, interesting. Interesting. I would still lean Chargers in the over here. I think, um, you know, it's just it's just a classic buy low, sell high. I've been doing this all year, and it's probably my <laughs> it's probably the most profitable angle. I, I I don't. It might just be lucky that it's happening to work, but it, this is another situation where you just buy low on the Chargers, sell high on the Bengals when you have two teams that should not be confident in either one of them, in my opinion. Um, but we talked once again. Uh, we talked about it. I think week three or two. Bengals are the most likable team in the world. Yes. Um, oh yeah. And the best jersey matchup of the week. By the way. Oh yeah. I have to always it's point that out. Great one. Lean the over as well, right? Like it feels like one of those games. Or how's this game not in the sixties? Yeah, you would think. Yeah. No. Yep. And I, I I'm so pissed because I spooked myself with Minnesota San Fran last week because I felt like a high scoring game and I stayed away because it's just like it feels too easy. Uh, and um, I, I, dude, with the Vikings, you just never know. I feel right. Right. I mean, we could have um, easily taken a live line, but that's no fun. Once the Vikings fall behind, live over City all year. Yep. It's just, oh, yeah. It's full of, and if they're ahead under, we could just run the ball. Um, so, yeah, I would lean Chargers in the over here. Nothing yet. I might play something. Uh, but I am actually, I'm at, I'm at three plays for the contest, but I guess. I think I'm you're at four. I'm at four? Okay. Yeah. Um, already. And I still need to find another teaser leg for my. Uh, teaser but uh we'll keep moving on here we have one two three four five we had six games left so let's let's speed speed around yeah uh, all right we got <laughs> this is a quick one giants at miami uh miami is length four and a half now because danny dimes might not be playing it says i'm just not up that high i'm not sure what the hell he hurt but uh so 41 hurt his neck that's not good miami's been playing way better as of late um you know Giants got a big win, but like I said, they were totally outplayed by Philly. Giants do not look good at all. What do you have here, man? I oh man, I should have took this earlier. I love Miami minus three. Uh, you know, I'm yeah. still gonna take Miami here. I'm still gonna take them. Um, I, I I like what two is doing. I like what that defense is doing. I like what Brian Flores is doing. Uh, this is the team that beat the Patriots week one. This is the team that we thought could possibly make the playoffs in the AFC East this year. They look a lot better. They're at home. A lot of people forget the Giants have not been the same since they all took that Miami boat pick before the playoff came against the Packers that one year. They're coming back now. <laughs> Are they going to exercise those demons? Are they going to let them consume them? I like Miami here in the heat. The only thing that worries me is Miami's run defense is not that good. Are the Giants, if Danny Dimes doesn't play, or even if he plays, he's going to try to use Saquon to exploit that i still don't even trust them to do that so I, I i like miami here i think two is playing at a very high level right now yeah since week seven according to uh epa uh plus cpoe which is basically the, the best metric we have right now for quarterbacks he is the best in the league since week seven since he returned from that injury uh, and a second thing to point out uh the giants man signed kenny galladay and the guy does absolutely nothing Signed to a big deal. He does absolutely nothing. It's just a shit show over there. Um, however, I don't know what the the odds are that Dimes plays. This the line makes me think he's not going to. So I believe Mike Glennon is the backup. Yes. Um, you know, I, I'll tell you one. It's just Dimes. a neck strain. I mean, I I, I would think he's going to play. Um, let me see. Attempted to grab plus five. Just added like the. You know the the concept of Miami's laying you know five points now. Yeah, um, let me just double check here. He was limited in practice today, so uh, I would think he plays. Yeah. Um, no, I'm staying away. I'm not. I don't feel like, I, I I won my bet with the Giants last week. I'm not fucking doing that again. Let's get up. Did not practice. Uh, Rudolph Shepard, Kadarius Tony. And Adore Jackson. I think Adore Jackson's definitely out. Sterling Shepard sucks. Uh, all right. We got offense sucks. Yeah, I mean, I fucking hate Shepard. That guy is never healthy. Next up, we got Vegas hosting Washington. Vegas, both teams actually coming up big wins. Very impressive. Ah, Vegas more impressive. But um Vegas lane two and a half, total of 50. I'll start here. I would lean over. It should be there should be plenty of points scored in this game. 
uh, that that offense. Derek Carr is an absolute stud. It's unbelievable how he just manages to continue to put up points through all this goddamn shit going on over there. And he doesn't really have weapons. Not even not really. He doesn't have weapons <laughs> at all. And he is so damn good. Um, he's cringe as hell. But I think at this point, I think the way he responded to rugs, I think really, um, really made an impression, I would say, you know, and it's funny because we call them a dumpster fire and, you know, no, they're all quitting on everyone. But then, you know, the way he responded about rugs, I think was, was very, um, what's the move, word I'm looking for? Moving, uplifting? Cause motivating. Like, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Cause I was nervous. Cause after he defended Gruden, I was like, fuck man. Remember when they, apparently the old line stopped blocking for him because <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. he like bashed them for kneeling or something. I thought it was going to be one of those situations, but um, I think he's just a very religious dude who just loves everyone. So, uh, yep, you know, does. it was an impressive win against Dallas. There's no reason they should not beat Washington at home. However, uh, you know, Washington's squarely, man, and they're they're in the playoff spot right now. So, uh, you know, two teams still in the mix of it, uh, two not-so-great teams. I think this is a prime-time game to make money on. I'm not going to give out a play yet. But I think if you really take the time to, if you were to spend the next few days handicapping this, when you have a, a game like this with a spread below three, I think you can find that winner, whoever has that edge. And I think uh, this is one of those money-making games, similar to Cincy Vegas a couple weeks ago, when um, unfortunately I was on the wrong side, but um, where it was just a no-brainer, where once you see them get on the field, you're like, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? You just, I missed that angle. I missed the angle. Um, hard to figure it out with this one as of now, but uh, I think... Um, I think it's there if you look into it and start breaking down. But I got nothing. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to take Vegas here, minus two and a half. Coming off a big Thanksgiving win over Dallas, Derek Carr looked great. It was one of his best games played. Waller went out early. Oh, that's right. I was on Waller props, too. That that sucked. Um, that probably would have hit. Um, Waller went out early. He looked great. So they got the extended rest. Washington's coming off a short week, played Monday night against Seattle. Didn't look particularly good um, on, on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, they looked good, but, you know, that's Seattle. So I, I like Vegas here. If Washington wins, I'm not going to be mad because then that means that my Washington to win the NFC East is still ready to go. We're still on the hunt here. Uh, but I just think Derek Carr and the Raiders have enough to, to get it done at home here. I think there's a, a, a gigantic win uh, against the Cowboys. I think that's going to turn their season around to a certain extent. And, uh, Hunter Renfro's, he's still pretty good, dude. Yeah, I think he's on pace to, like, almost break the reception. What, what, he's on pace to do something. Um, it still yeah, blows my still, mind that Deshaun Jackson is still in the league and can still just run past people. Yeah, but then he'll disappear for, like, three weeks and then do it again. Like, you know what I mean? Just, that's yeah. kind of the, the way he rolls. Um, but, all right, next up we have Pittsburgh hosting Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore's laying four and a half on the road, total of 44. I have, I don't, I'm not even going to look at this game. I didn't look at it. Uh, tough divisional matchup with two teams that are just underwhelming one more so than the other. I have no interest at all. Lamar threw four picks last week and managed to get a win against a sloppy Browns team. Um, this division was supposed to be the fucking, you know, the gold standard of the league. And my God, it's not in my opinion. Um, besides the Bengals. I have nothing. Yeah. I don't, I don't have much either. Uh, right. Tough, tough game to look at. So whatever happens, happens. <laughs> Next up, we got Jacksonville at the Rams. Rams are laying 12 and a half after a very disappointing uh, showing last week and a total of 47 and a half. I'll let you start. I don't have much here either. I mean, I would almost lean Jacksonville. They're 2 and 0 against the spread as a, as a double digit underdog. And the Rams just look broken right now. I mean, Matt Stafford looks, he looks like Jared Goff with a stronger arm right now. I mean, that's all he looks like. Robert, Robert Woods going down seems to have had a pretty big effect on that offense. I mean, Cooper Cup's not getting open as much. The whole thing's stalling. I mean, Stafford's just throwing some, some awful picks. And, yeah, he hit that bomb to Van Jefferson, hit that bomb to OBJ. But besides that, there was not much going on. Against, now, Green Bay's got a good defense, and they were on the road. But even before that, against Tennessee, they looked bad. I mean – it just looks like they have some work. And now this could be a get right game against Jacksonville, but Jacksonville's defense has been pretty good lately. And do they have enough to cover that spread? I'm not sure. Rookie quarterback against that Rams defense that 
he's just probably getting better with Von Miller, getting more reps and whatnot. But um, I'm not going to take anything in this game. I, I would almost lean Jacksonville here. I'm going Rams. Final pick of the um, the contest. I think it's just if you need to get your team right, you know, just call up Jacksonville, have them come to town. Uh, Rams at home, four o'clock game. You know, they're gonna Jacksonville heading out west. Uh, that Jacksonville team stinks out loud. Ram, it's a, just the perfect get right spot. Um, win by two touchdowns. I will say that uh, the only thing that competed with Cousins lining up under the right guard, as far as like comedy wise, was McVeigh's reactions in slow mo to Matt Stafford yeah. last week. Um, just so fed up with what the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> um, we talked about early in the year how this whole new playbook he can open up with him, and I think he opened it up, and now everyone knows what they want to do. And it's time for Stafford to fucking be the quarterback he was supposed to be 10 years ago when he was drafted. I don't think he's that guy. So I know this is going against my pick, but I just I, I'm selling on these Rams. I, I the defense is not clicking. I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah, very strange. I'm sure it takes time, but. Uh, Ramsey is a guy who I just feel like is so overrated. I've never thought he was anything like crazy. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm talking bad against them, but I think it's a get-right spot this week. I think um, Jacksonville come to town on the road. Uh, I think it's a blowout spot, but who knows? Um, that's all I got, really. That's really the, the, the gist of it all. I took Atlanta last week. We both did, I think, going against uh, that Jacksonville team, and even they got it done. So yeah, that's a good keep, point. Keep riding it. <laughs> um, last two games here, we got Seattle hosting San Fran. San Fran's laying three and a half, total of 45 and a half. I will start. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> I uh, San Fran's really starting to cook. And similar to how Philly had a big group betting them Sunday morning, uh, San Fran's been getting a lot of support with that as well uh, from people way smarter than us. So that's a team you kind of want to stay out of the way of right now. However, divisional game, you know, it's still Russell Wilson. I don't know, man. They just signed Adrian Peterson, which is so fucking funny. I just don't uh, understand it. I just don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I once again bet against San Fran last week. Last minute, I bet Minnesota. And I, my streak continues of not being able to choose the right side of their games. And uh, I'm staying away, man. I want no part of it. What about you? All right. I am I'm going to take the Niners here. My last pick. I, I don't really know why. Debo is out, and that hurts. That hurts me a lot. However, Seattle's got the worst pass defense in the league. Garoppolo's been heating up. They haven't even – the only real, like, running game they've had is with Debo. So, like, I'm not too – he hasn't had – he's had two catches the last two weeks, which is insane. But he's had – I think he's had four touchdowns. So, I'm not too worried about that. Um, Ayuk looks great again. Kittle's almost back to 100%. Elijah Mitchell's back. I'm pretty much just selling on the Seattle team. I think they are completely checked out. They're 3-8 now. They have no chance of playoffs. Sure, they're at home, but Russ is checked out. DK Metcalf is doing nothing. He's almost he, – he looks disinterested on the sideline. They could barely move the ball against, against Washington. I mean, it just looks so bad. So, I'm just selling – pretty much the Seahawks. And I, I, I think the Niners have enough without Debo to get this done. Yeah. I, I, what, did, what is Debo so good at, like, out of the backfield? Like, is it just they're creating space for him, or is he actually, like – He's just – you know, they love that outside zone blocking. He's just mm-hmm. so quick to get there that, like, they don't even have to hold blocks that long. They just need to make sure they, you know, set the edge, and then he's gone. Gotcha. Okay. For something. I, it's I just a staple of Shanahan. It's just a little different because he's he's so much faster. I mean, he's not running up the middle, obviously. So I don't really know why teams aren't really shading to the outsides. Probably because they don't know which side he's going to. But yeah, I think that's that's most of it. He's just so quick to get out to the outside. That's it's so hard to get there and and kind of not have the the edge set on you. Fair enough. Alrighty, the Monday night game. We got the Buffalo Bills hosting the red hot New England Patriots. Buffalo is laying three with a total of 43 and a half. I will let you begin. I don't, I really don't have much yet. I, I don't, this is big for our uh, Bills to win the division, Pat. I will say that. Um, oh, yeah, big time. Gigantic game. Um, I would lean Bills here, but 
Tredavious White's out for the year with an ACL. That's a big blow to that defense that has looked very shaky lately. Patriots, <laughs> Patriots look good, man. Six in a row, they look very good. Um, but I think this should be like, congrats to ESPN on Monday night for getting a game like this. God, God knows they needed it. Uh, this should be a spectacular game. Um, I wouldn't say high score or, or like in regards to that, but this should be a very close game. I think uh, with the implications on the line for both these teams, um, I think it'll be a great game. I, I would lean Bills, but I, I don't have much of a play here. Give me the Pats. Similar situation to when we actually bet the Bills against the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. Uh, wrong team is favored here. I, uh, the Pats are the better team this year, and um, it's as simple as that. They're going on the road here, and uh, you know that's if there's one team that you can trust on the road, it's Bill Belichick and Co. I um I don't I don't think Buffalo wins by more than a field goal, and uh, if win at all, I, I really do not have much faith in them. They have not looked good at all this year. There's not been a moment where we've been impressed with them. They only beat down on bad teams. They even managed to lose to the Jaguars, uh, lose Trey White. Uh, give me give me Bill. He's, in, he's, he's doing it again, man. You just got to accept the fact <laughs> that he is uh, the best coach of all time. So give, give me Pats here plus three. Now I have, so I have six eligible plays for the contest. Yeah. Can you read those back to me real quick? Yeah, so you have. I want to get Pats in there. You have under the Colts, Texans, the land of plus 11. Denver under 47 and a half, Philly minus six and a half, Rams minus 12. Fuck. Recap your five and then I'm really making a decision. What? Recap your five, whatever your five contest picks are. All right. So I have Bucks minus 11, Jets plus six and a half, Miami minus four and a half, Vegas minus two and a half. Shout out Brandon Jones. Um, San Fran minus three and a half. Uh, take away Philly and give me uh, that. Oh, you scared the chance too. Back down, back down. That's just bad juju. Let's be honest. Pass plus three. Is that what it is? Yep. All right. So you have under the Colts, Texans, Atlanta plus 11, Denver under 47 and a half, Rams minus 12, Pats plus three. Trevor has Colts minus eight and a half, Cowboys minus four and a half. Minnesota, then uh, Detroit under 46 and a half. Bucks team total over 30 and a half. And then the Broncos plus 10. And breaking news. No, yeah, plus 10. And breaking news. The Cowboys have signed Ben McAdoo to a seven day contract to help out with coaching due to the COVID outbreak. He will be up in the booth. Okay. I, 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 I don't. I didn't even know they had seven day contract. What is this? An NBA? Where is he on? This is technically technically a two day contract, right? Because the game's tomorrow. <laughs> they said he's te- temporarily hired for the game this week. <laughs> All right, good for him. <laughs> two day two day contract. What is he? Um, what the fuck is he gonna do? I have no idea, dude. Probably there's got to be guys who just fucking push. Like you know what I mean? They're just doing like simple, uh, whatever. If if, um, if if every fucking coach on the Cowboys doesn't step out tomorrow with a backwards hat, then is DQ even the interim uh, head coach? All the players wear how much backwards? <laughs> <laughs> All right, close this out. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll tweet out pigs. We'll get it on the Instagram. And uh, big thank you, Trevor Jones, for coming on. Uh, we'll see if he can win that T-shirt. Thanks for listening, everyone. Shark do 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 do, Grandpa.
Grandpa Shark do 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 Grandpa Shark. Let's go hunting do 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 do. Let's go hunting do 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 do. Let's go hunting do 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 do. Let's go hunt. Run away do 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 do. Run away do 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 do. Run away do 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 do. Run away. Safe at last do 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 do. Safe at last do 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 do. Safe at last do 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 do. Safe at last. It's the end to do 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 do. It's the end to do 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 do. It's the end to do 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 do. It's the end to do 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 do. It's the end to do 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 do. It's the end to do 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 do. It's the end to do 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 do. It's the end to do 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 do. It's the end to do 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 do. It